Welcome back to the haunt. Hello. I'm Brick. I'm Shisha. We didn't introduce ourselves last time. That's fine. They know who we are. They well, do. They might. If not, now you do. <laughs> Welcome. Hey yo. This is day twelve of thirteen days of Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. I'm so excited. <laughs> but now I'm just thinking about how I'm gonna have to wake up super early to get my makeup on because I always wear it to work mm -hmm. just in case for some if shit gets hectic after work. I yeah. can. <laughs> I can, you know, I'm already have my, because my shit takes the longest. Mm hmm So. What are you going to be for Halloween? I do what I always do. I do some type of clown, joker looking makeup. I hate clowns. I was going to say, that's a little creepy, but teach but their own. I, <laughs> uh, I do that type of thing. Yeah. Um, Ariel's going to be Minnie Mouse. Cute. She picked it out. I love that. And the cute thing is like. So she really wanted the pink Minnie Mouse, but didn't have it in her size. Okay. She got the red one. I love that she's so girly. I love it. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm not girly. I know that's you who don't know. I'm very much not a girly girl. I don't wear heels. I don't. I don't think that, and I haven't worn pink since I was like. Since your mom dressed you in since it. My mom bought me clothes. <laughs> You know, or when I before I came up with my own style and shit. Um, See, I went through a phase where I would only wear dresses. <laughs> I can say since I was young, I never wore a dress willingly. Yeah. No. Oh, I definitely. Have. I wore like the, the the skirt with like shorts underneath it, mm -hmm. but never once was I like, oh, I'm gonna wear a dress. I like having excuses to dress up, but I would never just like wear a dress on my day to day I every life. Never have a reason to dress up like that and if i do dress up normally wherever i'm going i can wear jeans and a graphic tee mm -hmm. and then i might just put a little more effort into my makeup nice and like that's it <laughs> um i don't yeah you know, i i don't yeah so fair enough yeah but she's gonna tell like but my sister's last halloween that we had with her mm -hmm. she dressed up as Minnie mouse in the red skirt and stuff and so i was like what are the odds Listen. that my baby girl, who was second person born in June, that her aunt sent to me, is now going to be Minnie Mouse? She might be your sister reincarnated. I fully believe a piece of my sister yeah. is in her. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. I also believe that a piece of my sister is also in my son. Well, <laughs> well um, definitely is, since he is now following in her health problem footsteps. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> No, it's scary. Yeah. Because quite literally, um, every single med that my son is taking right now, she took oh. at this age. Okay. To help stabilize her asthma because it was yeah. so bad. Yeah. Same action plan, same thing, same this and that. It is crazy. Yeah. How much Well a lot of my that mom stuff is, is genetic. Here, she, yeah, but she's like, it's kinda weird how like he was, first when he was born, he was born the same height, length, and weight as my sister. Okay. I think she picked him out. <laughs> well, she was alive when he was conceived. Well, that's a good point. <laughs> but. 
I don't know. I think there's more stuff going on behind the scenes, soul-wise, than we know about. Like, I think our souls do stuff on our behalf without us knowing. I fully agree. <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, they, I, there was definitely something. She, there's a piece of her in, <laughs> in him and in my daughter. I Yeah. I see so much of my sister's personality. Like, my sister, she could be feisty when she wanted to. Yeah. Ariel's feisty all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but she also is very sweet. Like, she crawled up onto me the other day and she goes, Mama... I love you. Aww. Out of nowhere. And I'm like, oh, you've been a demon all day. I love you too. <laughs> <laughs> and like this morning, I goes, Mama, I love you. Take a picture with me. I said, okay. Oh, that's adorable. My kids are cute. But they're also the devil at the same time. So, um, I should probably mention quickly, though. Hmm. Tomorrow... I'm going to be on the podcast for The Cabin. Yeah, I, that's right. I have to mention that. I don't know if I should mention it today or tomorrow, but I'll just mention it today. Yeah. Yeah, so tomorrow I'll be on The Cabin podcast hosted by Discover Wisconsin. I Our neighbors. That. Yes, good old Wisconsin. But yeah, <laughs> you can check it out. We'll leave a link in the description. Yes, for sure. I unfortunately could not make it to that. Yeah. But... I just tell spooky stories about Wisconsin. Yeah. It's a fun it time. Yeah. It's a fun it time. So, yeah. If you want to hear that, check that out. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, today we're going to talk about... Dios de los Muertos. Yes. Or Day, Day of, of the, the Dead. Dead. So, this is this holiday is traditionally celebrated on November 1st and, and 2nd. 2nd. They started though, on the thir- on the thirty first though, don't they? Uh, it says though, uh, other days so other days such as October thirty first <laughs> and November sixth may be included, depending on um, locality. Locality. Yeah, where they are. Yeah, that makes sense. It was widely observed in Mexico, where it largely developed, and it's also observed in other places, especially by people of Mexican heritage, although related to the uh, simultaneous Christian remembrance for Tide. Yeah, it's a mishmash of yes, holidays. It has a much less solemn tone and is portrayed as a holiday of joyful celebration rather than mourning. The multi-day holiday involves family and friends gathering to pay respects and to remember friends and family members who have died. These celebrations can make, uh, can take a humorous tone and as celebrate as celebrants remember funny events and anecdotes about the departed. I actually really like this holiday in the I sense it. that it it's it it's not it's not fearful sad or scary. And if you yeah. if you have kids and you want to learn about it, Coco. I have that in my Coco, notes because that's the first thing I think of when I think of Day of the Dead. I it's such a good movie. movie. It's like, so good. We're not of, uh, at least that I know of, I'm not of that type of Mexican heritage. Mm-hmm. My... But we do put something out in celebration because. So do we. Um, I was my sister five years ago, and so my mom started doing it. Well, in remembrance of her and keeping, and then like I said, it. I do believe in, like, what in Coco, it's, like, 
if you don't remember them, then their soul then gets lost and then they're gone. Yeah. And so I will never and can never let that happen with my dad or with my sister. I can't. And so, like, that's why I'm like, no, like, that makes sense. Put it up, put a picture out, celebrate her. And then, you know, like I said, it comes with, like, the funny anecdotes and, you know, it's more it's like I'm rem- you're remembering the good times. It's a celebration. It's, it's sad that they're gone and that you have to do it. But, but it's you're still remembering them for what they were and how they lived. And it's beautiful. And it's more you're inviting them to, to hang, out with, hang out with you. Yeah. So it's, I, I don't, I forgot what I was going to say before that. But um, my aunt has a huge fascination with Mexican culture. It's beautiful. Yeah, and so it's she has beautiful. a she holds like a Dios de los Muertos party every oh, that's year amazing. at her house. Yeah, just for our family, but it's a lot of people think it's the Mexican version of Halloween, but it is not Halloween. No, no. <laughs> um, the reason it's around Halloween is actually so. Did you know when I was doing research, it actually started in May. It was originally celebrated by the Aztecs in May really? and it was very very different wow I, and then, I didn't see that I didn't look into that yeah that, and but. then uh the Roman Catholics came in mixed it all up <laughs> I wouldn't think right right and so they changed it to um November 1st and 2nd and they changed a few other things about it too and I don't remember what that was um but yeah, it's kind of has become like a cultural mashup celebration yeah. type of thing. And it is celebrated by a lot of different cultures, even though it is pretty specific to Mexico. <laughs> it is a very... I can't, I don't have what's in the words. Well, because I think it's, it's a concept that a lot of people gravitate towards mm-hmm. because... It takes, uh, people are always looking for ways, I think, to connect with passed on loved ones. And I think this is a way to do it that's a celebration rather than like a taboo, scary type of way, right? Yeah, that makes sense, (laughs) yeah. And it is also around when the veil is thin too, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so then it's kind of easier for the spirits to come back and celebrate with them. Well, I want to talk about the thinning of the veil really quick. We can talk about it more tomorrow, too. But I just... Because to me, I want to know why the veil is thinner around Halloween. Is it just, like, a natural thing? Or is that something that, because of our beliefs, we've created? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah. Because, like I said, the Aztecs would celebrate in the summer. Right. So it's... (laughs) I feel it has something to do with, like, um, the fall solstice. Okay. With me. That's with me and what I practice and what I believe. Um, The fall solstice is, like, for some reason to me, it's a stronger shift of energy for some reason. But also energy. Compared to the other ones. Like, like the winter, you know. like I just feel like the fall one, it's just, like, because it's also, like, things are dying yeah things are dying and like you know like we spent all summer and all working you know people who are out in the field at the time busier it's busier people are out there working and now here it's to slow down things are dying and then it's just like i don't know like all this 
unused energy mm-hmm. is like now just in the air. They're just there in the air. Yeah. And so then, you know, spirits feed off of the energy. Spirits are more able to come over and, you know, spirits can, can use energy all year round. Yes. So I think it's just a lot easier around this time or when you do something to thin the veil in your general area, mm-hmm. then yes. Like that, it's just, it. this time, because there's so much energy in the air, plus holiday season's coming up. Mm-hmm. We have Halloween, we have Thanksgiving, we have Christmas, we have New Year's. Yes. That's a lot of energy. That's a lot of feelings, thoughts, emotions. Mm-hmm. Winter may be considered like a dead season because it's nothing's alive. Everything is right. dead. Everything's hibernating, you know? But there's so much energy and spirits and bringing up of past loved ones during this time because we, we have fucking four months of holidays just back, back, back. Right. You don't get a break. But also holidays <laughs> are man-made. So they're man-made. But so, like, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, is it... Is does the holiday exist because of the natural cycle of things, or does the natural cycle of things exist because of the holiday? I think the holiday <laughs> exists because so like All Hallows Eve is a is a is a pagan thing. Yes, Christmas. Well, I, Thanksgiving is. They're I mean, all rooted in paganism. Let's be real. The reason so so this okay, Halloween's pagan in the. Sense of All Hallows Eve. Franklin's back there, by the way. I just wanted to. Okay, hi Franklin. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Well, um, <laughs> Thanksgiving. I I get Thanksgiving is the feast before winter, right? Like I get that. That. But makes... it was it. Yeah, but it was the pilgrims. Okay, no, there's a lot wrong. There, listen, there's a lot wrong with Thanksgiving. Yes, but the food. My grandma's turkey and potatoes and and. I think it's (laughs) it's, the roots of it are a little iffy, but I think the celebration of it is not. I think the celebration of it now is beautiful. As long as you're aware of the roots of the story and like that that what you've been told is not necessarily true. (laughs) Correct. But it's also like another reason for you to get with your family, which is beautiful. Treasure it. Um, And it makes sense to going back even like further than colonialism is mm -hmm. like... I would assume around November. I mean, I don't know if seasons are that different. It might have been already winter by then, but possibly. It's, it's, but you know, there's always the... the possibility that we're gonna either have no snow on yeah. Thanksgiving, or, or we're gonna have snow. a lot. Yeah, of you snow. just never know. You never know. <laughs> but it does always kind of fall around that time where it's right before winter, where I think historically people would feast. It's the last feast because now they have to, have to store eat preserved and foods. eat preserved foods. So it's the last <laughs> time that you get like fresh vegetables because mm-hmm. you get the fall, you know, the fall vegetables. Yep. And then the last time before you'll probably see any game because they're all going to be hibernating unless, you know, deer. Right. But like bear and we like rabbits or they're out too but like you know the big game you know yes the big stuff it's gonna be hibernating yeah you know it's so it's your last time to get that feast in and so and then and then we oh gosh and then there's christmas which is like also like something to do with you know christianity but it also has pagan aspects to it because decorating a tree when we talk about wicca is a pagan tradition 
And here's the thing with that, though, and that goes back to that goes back to Christians trying to convert pagans. Yes, they would adapt certain things Mm -hmm. of the pagan beliefs in an attempt to kind of get bring pagans over. Yes, yeah, pagans weren't falling for it, bro. (laughs) Some probably (laughs) did, but not a lot. But so, like, and then there's New Year's, which is like that's not really you know, New Year's just like wow, made through another fucking year. I Here really actually enjoy New Year's. And I here's the thing. I never go to a New Year's party because they're the, they're actually the worst. I've never had a good time. What I've I never do, been to a New Year's... I lie. My grandma was throwing New Year's parties for us as kids. Okay. Yep. But it was like we were kids. We it's got fun the, as kids. We got the yeah. plastic little champagne. Yep. Girls. We got the, the Welch's sparkling grape juice. Exactly. And we had the, and you the had... horns. We had the yes. hats. We were allowed to be loud, which was not a thing. Yep. Be loud and up late yeah it was a lot of fun <laughs> as a kid but as you get older just ugh, the new year's eve parties are actually the worst i've never been to a new year's eve party as an adult and yeah. i probably never will but i always take new year's as like i always specifically plan to do absolutely nothing yeah aside from like you know regular working but i will stay up by myself and just journal and kind of reflect and it's just a really reflect good time for me year. to just be like hmm, this is what my life you has been this is what i wanted to, do to be anything on new year's Really? Yeah, like you're not supposed to, um, like, don't wash your clothes on New Year's, because you're washing, because you could be washing people away, wash oh. people out of your life. Uh, you're supposed. I mean, to, I'd be okay with that some years. You're supposed. <laughs> <laughs> you're supposed to um, step when you step through your your door. You're supposed to have like change in your pocket so that you know it represents like. Oh, you interesting. having prosperity and wealth and all that. Well, we can do an episode on New Year's when New Year's comes yeah, around. But like, yeah, there's a lot of like weird traditions that you're supposed to do, which I didn't know about until I got with my ex, and he did okay. these things, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" Yeah, weirdo. And he goes, "No, like I need to." He's like, "You have any cash?" And I'm like, "What the? Why?" But also, <laughs> it's literally just another day of the year. Like, I think some people take those traditions a little too seriously. Well, then people also are like, "Well, it's New Year, New Me." Okay, okay, how calendar... many people have actually had a new me? Okay, I've been saying that for a while. <laughs> okay, and honestly, this year I feel like I'm now mentally ready to be able to do the whole new year new me. I also be turning 26. That's scary. Um... <laughs> no, but it is a good excuse, I think, to just start over. Not people yeah. take it. A lot yeah. of people don't take it as like an opportunity to and start I over. And I do plan on like starting over at like but it's yeah i have this feeling inside of me well especially something's gonna click either right before or like right on new year's and it's just like something some big change is gonna happen and like i don't know what it is no i get i have a feeling that next year is just gonna be like a really good year it's gonna be a great year but also i said that about 2020 and i'm gonna be honest for me 2020 was a great year 2020 i really <laughs> i know it was like kind of old. 2020 had really bad aspects it it i i did okay so I, I i did not have a good feeling 2020 for really? me personally i did not have a good feeling 2020 which makes a lot of sense looking back on it um and i did and <laughs> Listen, I so but I have a really great feeling about this upcoming year. Oh, this year's I, I twenty twenty four. Twenty twenty four is going to be really, really good. Yes. I definitely think that. But twenty twenty, I had a good feeling about, and it was really weird because there was a lot of anxiety in the air in twenty twenty. It was a really weird time. We can all agree with that. But for me personally, it was really, really great to have three months off. <laughs> 
<laughs> like it was just it was a time that I needed to just like reset my own energy and like see I couldn't do that in 2020 I had yeah an asthmatic child I had an immune yeah. compromised child yeah and there is a freaking virus out there that attacks breathing and so I'm sitting here like <laughs> yeah no one come near my baby right because if he dies you're all dying yo so it's like that was my 2020 fair enough was like being scared that's fair enough and like gonna like that's why it was weird for me because like i was definitely aware of like the anxiety that and then i got pregnant oh that's right then i got pregnant (laughs) you did have a covid baby i had a covid baby (laughs) mind you I couldn't have no one in the room besides the dad. Mm-hmm. The dad couldn't come to any of the appointments, not the first ultrasound, not the gender scan, nothing. Yeah. I do it all alone, which is really different from my 2018 baby, where the dad came to all the appointments, gender scan, where I could have multiple people in the room. It was crazy. Mm-hmm. Fucking crazy. Let me tell I... Yeah, we are way off topic. We are. <laughs> um... Day of the dead. <laughs> <laughs> I love a good tangent. Oof. Okay, so traditions connecting with the holiday include honoring the deceased, the deceased, the deceased, using calaveras, calaveras, calla lilies. Nope. I did not take Spanish in high school for when my high school oh, didn't okay, require I did. a language. I took Spanish from but, junior high to high school. I also took Spanish in elementary school. But here's the thing: I went to a very weird elementary school. Spanish was required. And we learned, but here's the thing. We learned the same things every year. From literally kindergarten to sixth grade, I had the exact same Spanish class every year. That's stupid. (laughs) Um, My school didn't require us to take a language because we had so many elective classes due to our art classes. We didn't have to take a language. But the language that I did take because I wanted it to be different than my family. I took French for a year. Oof. (laughs) Which... Je m'appelle Becky. That's all I can say in Uh... French. And the we... And say la vie. I'm, so, I'm tired of you right now. So I don't. What else I'm do not. I, like I want to learn Spanish for the sake of my daughter. I okay. want to learn Spanish. I know a little bit of Spanish. I'm I can definitely it. understand it a lot more than I can. So speak what is his word? C a l a v e r a s. Calaveras. No idea. I've never heard that word before. Oh. <laughs> and marigold flowers, known as. The marigold flowers are... Um, I can't even know what the Spanish word for it. Flowers so of the dead. Yes. Um, uh, building home altars called... I know how to Ofrenda. say it. Ofrenda. There it is. I'm like, I know I can hear mm-hmm. it thanks to Coco, but I cannot get it out my <laughs> mouth right now. <laughs> with the favorite food and beverages of the departed and visiting graves with these items as gifts for the, dece- for the deceased... The celebration is not solely focused on the dead, as it is also common to give gifts to friends, such as candied sugar skulls, to share traditional pandi, pandi, pandeya, pandeya, pandi muerto, a, oh, muerto. Yeah, with family and friends to write you know what? lighthearted and often irrelevant. Do you know verses. what? Do you know what pandi muerto is? No. So it translates to bread of the dead, and it's basically just, they're just like rolls of bread that people put, they make it so it looks like there's uh, like a crossbones on top of it, oh. and it's just very, very traditional to Dia de los Muertos. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. Um, and write lighthearted and, and often uh, irrevident, irrevident verses 
in the form of mock epitaphs. E P I T A P H S. Epitaphs? Sure. Is that dedicated to living friends and acquaintances? Um literary known form as Calavetas Literae. I <laughs> Spanish not a thing for me yet. I will get there. Yes. Because my daughter deserves to know because it's part of Well, it's her. very difficult <laughs> to learn a different language unless you're like immersed in it. Well, and that's the thing. I also want to put my daughter in a Spanish immersion school. I want to put both my kids in Spanish mm-hmm. immersion school, but right now Zolta needs to focus on other things. That's fair. Besides learning another language. My f- Bailey. Yeah. Put her I, daughter yes. in a Spanish immersion and I, I love it. Yeah. <laughs> and so like I want to do that for my kids as well because I feel like it's very important to know. Yeah. At least another language it's, of some sort, right? In, in your kind of United States, it's Spanish is kind of really big one well, to know. Well, one thing I really don't like about American culture is we're very much like... Only English? Yes. And I it's... had a foreign exchange student at my school mm-hmm. from Norway. Okay. And literally in the academic classes, it was literally like English class, like, you know, literature or whatever, mm-hmm. science, history learning english yes. an actual learning yes since you were in school, school. in kindergarten yes. you were learning english and i'm like we need to have something like that like we shouldn't yeah. have to go to a specialized school to get that that should well, just be common practice but also too if you think about it learning a language i feel like is really difficult to do in a classroom having taken spanish classes mm-hmm. for a really long time it's it doesn't come naturally to your brain to learn it in, to, at least for me, to learn it in a classroom because, well, even like with the English language, there's so many like weird sayings that someone who learned English in a classroom would not understand. Yeah. I can't think of anything off the top of my head, but like <laughs> <laughs> there's just a lot of like weird things. And so conjugating verbs we had to make little charts to conjugate verbs. That's yeah. something that comes naturally when you're emerged, like emerged in the language. In the culture, yeah. So it's like, why are we making charts? It was, I don't know. There's just a lot of really dumb stuff that I think makes it really hard to learn in a classroom setting. And I forgot where I was going with this. Spanish. Yep. But there That's you great. go. <laughs> we'll learn it. And we'll yeah. learn it. If it kills me. All right. <laughs> I'll help you. We'll have a conversation in Spanish every time you come over. I have not started learning it yet. Give me a second. <laughs> Hola, como estas? Hola. That's all I got. I know you said, how are you, right? Yeah. Yeah, I know you said that, but I See? don't know how to answer. Muy bien, Muy, gracias. Yep, say, there, Muy bien. Okay, yeah, there we go. That's enough. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mexican academics are divided on whether the festivities has genuine indigenous pre-Hispanic roots or whether it is a 20th century rebranded version of the Spanish traditional developed during the presidency of... Is it Spanish? It's a Spanish name. Cool. Lazaro... You know what? Where? Lazaro Cardenas? There we go. Cardenas? Cardenas? I don't know. Um... To encourage the Mexican nationalism through an Aztec identity. Yeah, because it, well, so this celebration does date back to the Aztecs. Oh, yeah. 
a lot of their stuff dates well everything for them dates back to <laughs> i was the gonna Aztec. say that's their that's where the roots of mexico Which come is beautiful. from All of it. it's cool that they still have such strong roots to aztec yeah As, uh, mine is that scary story i read <laughs> i mean scary stories are everywhere um yeah i have so yeah the day of the dead was moved to november 1st and 2nd because that's the catholics all saints day and all souls day yes so, so, so how did you learn because you being growing up catholic how mm-hmm. did you learn like what was all saints day and all souls day like what happened what y'all do nothing and, uh, okay. <laughs> why would the catholics move something that's not their business to be moving because they're trying to convert these aztecs to catholicism like i like i mentioned before a mm-hmm. lot of like with all the a lot of the religions have pagan aspects to it because that's Catholicism trying to come in and get more people on their side. And that was the same thing with this, is they came in, saw this holiday, said, okay, we're going to move it to here so that we can consider you guys Catholic. (laughs) So, basically, um, Catholicism is a fake person because they... (laughs) But for All Saints Day, because you asked, like, kind of what it Mm -hmm. is, All Saints Day is a day to celebrate the saints, and then All Souls Day is a day to celebrate anyone who has been baptized as Catholic and has died. Okay. So it's similar to Day of the Dead where they're celebrating dead people. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and that's why they moved to this holiday. Because they're like, this is similar to these holidays that we have. Okay. So it's, yeah. <laughs> I used to wear a rosary for no reason. One of my mom's exes. I don't know. I think, actually, her current baby dad. Oh, oh, he, for some reason, he got me a Saints bracelet. Okay. And I don't, I don't know if his dad's uh, a pastor. Okay. A well, preacher. Saints are very much more tied to Catholicism than any other well, Christian. His, his dad branch. is something. His dad's like, he's involved in the church. He's a pastor, priest, okay. whatever. He's something of the sort. And so, but that man, I don't know if your dad. Never seen Jesus a day in his life, bro. Ooh, ooh. Okay, um, but he got like me, my brother, and uh, my sister all like saints bracelets mm-hmm. and rosaries. Okay, and mind you, the rosary that he got me me was like black and had a wooden cross on it with the crucifix and yeah, all that. It was very pretty. I actually liked it a lot. It was a very pretty thing. It wasn't religious. Rosaries are really pretty. It, and I then he also got me like a white silvery one too that was like mm-hmm. all beaded like and you know and yeah. so like they were pretty i and i i wore them because they were beautiful do you know what they're used for for prayer yeah each and like bead, a call and recite a prayer yeah each bead is a different prayer that you're supposed to say yeah that's too many fucking beads on but i think it's interesting because things like that exist in many other religions yes and so like i like i wore this and my grandma, she was raised Catholic, and she was like, why are you wearing a rosary? And I'm like, I think it looks cool, and so-and-so got it for me. And she goes, but you're not Catholic, and you don't pray. And I was like, no. 
And but I, I don't think you have to be to wear a rosary. Like I said, stuff like that exists in a lot of different religions. This has now turned into a theology podcast. Uh, Welcome. Uh, hi. <laughs> That's it. Catholicism has wrapped their self up in every single aspect of everything. Mm-hmm. They have somehow wrapped themselves in around it. So it's hard not to get off on these tangents of Catholicism right. when we talk about anything because it literally is everywhere. They try to relate to everybody. Yeah. They're <laughs> fake people. They're too fake. <laughs> I think they're the, the original Gemini's, okay? Because, okay. <laughs> <laughs> because but it's, that's the thing. It's like, no matter what you do, But it's interesting that they, there. it's interesting though that they went through all of this to convert a bunch of people over and to Catholicism. But you look at them now because now they're so Crazy? rigid. No, they're just <laughs> so, <laughs> they're so That'd opposed to change. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, but back in these days, you were willing to change anything. Yeah. Like, I I don't know. There's just, I don't, it's interesting. And it's vi- one very weird thing I think about the Catholic Church is the Pope has so much power. So much power. And I think that's one of the reasons why you see these weird um, instances where there's just a lot of change and then no change at all. It's so all some, because of the Pope. Some Popes are more open yeah. than some popes, popes are more willing to change things, yes. Right, and like what I think the one that we had recently was more of you know open to. That I type like of. the pope now, yeah. One that now is like that. I don't. I don't really follow the pope, but like he seems very more open. Like people were like kind of. I think. I think it was this, this one. I don't know. But I saw a video of like a girl who was autistic or something, mm-hmm. and like ran up and was like causing a scene. He was like, "No, it's fine." Yep. It's cool. Yeah, he seems like a really good leader, especially for a church that is, there has a lot of, uh, I don't want to say like dark ties right now, but it's. are Catholic, though. Like, Catholic is a huge religion down there in Mexico. And what I find interesting, too, is this whole uh, Dio de los Muertos thing, right? Having an altar to loved ones who have passed on is very anti-catholic very. it's very <laughs> pagan very anti it, but it's you know people you know they have yeah. the space for it and i have my altar with my things you know that right I, well and that's why know, i definitely gonna, well let's think people will look at my altar and think that it's um satanic okay because of because of the, the well three, it's all the about the intention that you put into it well, right right Mine's very not satanic. Mine's very right. much light and positivity. But taking a look at it and seeing, like, you know, my pendulum, my spirit board, my uh, pentagrams, which pentagrams are not yes, as scary we've talked as people about think. This. If you hear the they're not ones, satanic. They're not as scary. They're not satanic. I wear one on my neck every single day for protection. It's a protection thing. Mm-hmm. I have my I have the three gothas and I have the two horn god. They're protecting me. It's a protection thing. They're not scary. You know? Mm-hmm. And so, like, people, like, see, altars can be terrifying. There are some very terrifying ones, like I said, intention is everything. Mm-hmm. So, Dias de los Mortos is an altar to the dead, but it's, it's inviting like, your dead loved ones to come back. It's inviting and it's a positive thing. Most Wiccan altars are also a very positive, cleansing Mm-hmm. thing 
Yes, there are some bad altars. I will say that. If you get stalkery, that's a bad ooh, altar. Ooh. Please don't stalk people. Please don't. Have, <laughs> please don't. I've seen so many Reddit stories lately of people oh like stalking someone that they want to date. No, don't do that. And then like, please don't do making that. that person fall in love with them because they stalked them and knew they remove. I don't know why I'm seeing a lot of that on Reddit. It's very crazy. Ick. <laughs> but like, altars are beautiful. Yeah. They're beautiful and they have an intention and have a purpose is no different than having an altar full of saints well and i think exactly (laughs) i think there's aspects to every single religion that are true to my personal beliefs yeah like and that's why i don't really identify with the singular one yeah that's what i i feel people who can't identify with one it's just spiritual because like you can Pick and choose what you believe. That's how mm-hmm. you find your morals and your peace. That's all that matters. Yeah. You have your morals and your peace. Who cares if you're not 100% Christian or Catholic or Buddhist or Hindu, you know? Who- well, and I think all religions are definitely valid. Like, there's... 100%. And that's why I... That's why it's hard for me to just consider myself just this. I'm like, okay, but also this is true to me as well. Mm-hmm. And it's a completely different religion, completely different belief that another religion is going to say, no, that's wrong. Like, you know, it's like, how can you say that anything is wrong when literally we have no idea? Like, it's all just about how you feel. There's no proof for anything. So it's like, why are we saying this well, as fact is, when... There's a little proof with the Bible. There's some, there's well, the ancient I don't mean to like stuff. everything, but, but I'm ta- like, I'm just talking things, about like a lot of things. People, you 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 take the religion, you see something, you you change it a little bit, you know. It's a giant telephone. Yeah. So who knows what religion actually was like way back in the day? Because we don't have the complete scrolls that no. were hidden. No. So there was definitely a huge shift, I think, with Christ, and I think that's just. You can see that in history. Hundred percent. Hundred percent. I forgot what I was going to say before that, though. Mm-hmm. I had something. Nope, lost it. But anyway, we'll move on. <laughs> Have you done any research on La Catrina? No. Do you know what La Catrina is? No. So La Catrina is the skeleton that is often Associated. displayed okay. with. Yes. So I didn't. I didn't know that it had like a name. I love that. Yeah. The there's a specific woman who wears like the big hat. You know the skeleton. Okay, yeah. Yeah. That's La Katrina. Oh. Okay. And I guess she dates back to an artist named Jose Posada. Okay. Who would draw these paintings or paint these paintings <laughs> of skeletons? And who said his meaning behind it is, we're literally all skeletons. Like, we're all yeah. the same, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's... <laughs> yeah. And so it kind of was adapted by the Day of the Dead as, like, a mascot, I we're guess. All one. <laughs> right, all one, right. You know? I don't know if you ever watch Philip DeFranco. Mm-mm. He does news on YouTube. Oh, okay. And he has a son who told him one day... <laughs> I don't remember, I don't remember this story, but he went to his dad and said, one day we'll all be skeletons. And his dad was like, that's really insightful for a child to say. <laughs> so he put it on a sweatshirt. <laughs> I love that. But I think about that a lot. I'm like, yeah, I mean, it's true. We're literally all the same. <laughs> so I kind of like that that's kind of the meaning behind the use of a skeleton yeah, for Day of I the Dead. I love that. That's great. Right? Yeah. That's honestly, though, like. Yeah. In the end, we are all just skeletons. And yep. Like, yep. Like, what? That's crazy. <laughs> I 
Um, I've heard of that. That's so cool. Yeah. I love that. I also have some notes on sugar skulls. Have you ever done those? I haven't done them, but my aunt is actually obsessed with sugar. She has... They're fun. She is like anything sugar skull related we grab for her because she's quite literally obsessed. Like she has the one shelf. Yeah. Where she keeps sugar skulls year round. Yeah. But she also loves Halloween and all that. And it's like skulls and shit. But like sugar skulls are like Mm -hmm. her jam. I love that. They're her jam. She loves them so much. I love that. So sugar skulls for actually sugar art. Mm Mm-hmm came to mexico from italy okay so like i said this is a huge like mishmash of a bunch of different cultures for this holiday and and they they acknowledge that because that Mm -hmm. area was taken over by you know catholics and the french and a bunch you know so yeah they're one big literal giant mishmash of so much yeah it's fun and yet people put a really negative connotation down on Mexico and it's really annoying. I get there's the cartels. I get there's the drug. Okay. It's not all bad though. Everywhere though. People are drug trafficking everywhere. People there's cartels. Listen, St. Paul used to be home to the mob. So, you know. Right. You were a refugee. Okay. (laughs) For the criminals. Okay. So like, there's like, you know, like I wish people would respect Mexico a lot more than they do. Yeah. Because that culture is beautiful. They they do deserve a lot of respect. They are beautiful. They have amazing fucking work ethic they're amazing people who are put into a really bad area and a really bad space and they're just trying to make it better they want to come here where we're supposed to be the melting pot of everybody we're a hot mess we're a hot mess and stop hating on the immigrants okay i understand that coming them coming over illegally is hard but like give them a chance and also be aware of your freaking privilege how's about Oh, mm. sorry. Mm. Had to say it. Sorry. Anyway. That's what you were saying. Uh, so sugar skulls. <laughs> so traditionally, families would decorate sugar skulls on the night of Halloween. And they would do smaller ones to represent children who have passed on. And then bigger ones to represent adults who have passed on. And they would celebrate the children November 1st and then the adults November 2nd. <laughs> That's beautiful. Isn't it? That's also so sad. But it's like a good excuse to get the family together to like just like celebrate. People. It's kind of similar to carving pumpkins, sort of. Except it's inviting the dead back in rather than scaring them away. Rather than scaring the ones stingy. That's like... Wow. Mm -hmm. That's beautiful. I think I'm probably going to have to do that with my kids. Um, the other thing that I thought was really cool, so you're, are you aware of the monarch migration? Like the butterfly? Yes. Okay, yeah. So every year they migrate to Mexico. Right. Um, it's of the belief in Mexican culture that monarch butterflies are souls of children. And the migration to Mexico is around the time of Dia de los Muertos. So they're all going, the idea is they're all going to Mexico specifically for a day of the dead. Isn't that so sweet? Like, I know, right? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that is. 
That is so sweet. That's so beautiful. Right. Like also like that aspect of it is also very, very sad. Yeah. Because unfortunately a lot of kids have passed away due to many reasons, medical, Mm -hmm. parents, accidents, whatever, like. And like, but that is so welcoming. Like anyone, come on down. Yeah. Like, well, and I love it too because people everywhere have said, "Yeah, we have no idea why butterflies come to this specific spot every year, but it's just what they do." And it's like that's because it's the souls returning to Mexico so for Dia de los Muertos. Yeah. <laughs> that is. You know, kids get me. I know. That's that's. Sadly beautiful. Right. Sadly beautiful. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed that. No, that's oh. Also, it's common. Can't take it. <laughs> this is very different track now, but it's very common for people to spend the night on Halloween night at the at graveyard. The yeah. Yes. I was like, I love I that. I do know that, and like, I mean, like, if there was many other people there. Right. Well, it seems like they're be... crowded, and they everyone. Yeah, there. Yeah. You know that. Yeah, spending the night with your loved one at, you mm-hmm. know, I don't have to go to a graveyard. I have my loved ones at my house. <laughs> <laughs> my sister is currently locked in a box because we don't have a shelf to put her on right now. Ah. So <laughs> she's currently locked in a box in the kitchen. <laughs> um, But, you know, like, I can understand. Yeah. Like, I do... I do a lot of times walk by the place where she passed away because it's a house, like, a block down and a block up from where I'm currently at right now. Okay. And so, like, I'll, like, go there and I'll stand there and I'll look at the house. I'm like, I'd probably look fucking crazy. That's okay. But, like, I can, like, the door is, like, right there where she passed away is, like, right through that door. Yeah. It's, like, if the door's open, you can see where she, where she was. And so, it's, like, I go stand there and I'm like, like, "Mm." you know, I don't know what it is about going there mm-hmm. and just standing there or like i'll like drive by like i'll just stop and park there for a sec i don't know what it is yeah i have no idea what it is but you know i can feel like why people would be pulled yeah to where their loved one no is it makes resting. sense right um and like want to spend that time with them um you probably won't ever catch me dead in a graveyard uh well, I'll go on a graveyard a few times at night, but I'm not staying staying the night. The night. I'm not bringing a pillow and a blanket <laughs> I love that, and I'm not though. sleeping. But yeah, also because I also feel really bad for stepping on graves. <laughs> I I mean I I understand. You know, I don't, they're there for good, and they you know they clean up after. I don't think it's, it's as big of an issue as you think it is. I know it's not, but in my brain, <laughs> I fair enough tiptoe, and I'm constantly apologizing to the dead for stepping on their graves. <laughs> I don't know why I it's a I to me it's very disrespectful yeah. to step on somebody's grave. That's fair. But like also like you also But don't if know you do it unknowingly, I don't think it's disrespectful. Probably not, but like just like I don't know. In my in my brain I can't get past it. I Listen, there's a lot of like graveyard etiquette that I feel like people don't necessarily follow and should like what What? i mean just like not purposefully stepping on people's graves and like you know just like being respectful (laughs) yeah to those around you right no that's one reason i find graveyards i think so peaceful because just people 
are there to be with their loved ones. Yeah. Right? Like, it's just, I don't know, that's a nice atmosphere to me. <laughs> it sounds very, dumb, but, like... It's very sad when, like, I used to have to pass by a graveyard to go to work, mm-hmm. and uh, on Mother's Day when I passed by it, and there's, I don't know, I know that they're visiting, obviously, a mother or a grandmother, but there mm-hmm. was this one dude that was just by himself at mm. this grave. Yeah. And he was just sitting there, hands around his knees, head on his knees, and I was just like... Mm. He was having a moment. Yeah, I'm like, I couldn't imagine losing my mom. You know, yeah. I, mean, I was a daddy's girl through and through, and losing him was yeah still tough it's been three years now yeah and so now i gotta get my picture of him ready and put it up because i know my mom she probably wanted it up but i'm putting it up anyway. yeah <laughs> put it up I'm going to my yes. dad without him wouldn't be here exactly cool so yeah that's yeah. dia de los muertos yeah fun yeah great times good times I'll one more day. <gasps> Tomorrow's Halloween. Tomorrow's Halloween. <laughs> it is Halloween. Oof, that's exciting. And then, so of course it's Halloween. So we have to talk about Halloween. Halloween. <laughs> and the history. Behind. We almost made it through our first spooky season this is as cr- the Haunt Podcast. This is crazy. Yeah. Next year, well, we got, we're going to start thinking about it now. Oof, yep, about- yep. Wow. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah, I'm excited. Happy Halloween, y'all. Happy Halloween. All right, peace out. Micro Scout. <laughs>